Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Yowza, yowza, yowza. Richie Cunningham here for the Growing in Grace podcast. <laughs> Actually, I'm Mike Kapler, and that's Joel Brzezinski, and we're glad you're with us. We're ready to roll for another week, right, Joel? Hey, yeah. <laughs> I'm the Fonzie. The Fonz. Richie Cunningham. Opie Cunningham. <laughs> I remember yeah, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, that's right. Opie Taylor from the Andy Griffith Show. Quite yeah, Eddie- a career as a young actor. Yes, he did. And I just, Eddie Murphy on the Saturday Night Live um, had the actor, what's his name? The play. Uh, you mean Ron Howard? Ron Howard. Yeah, had him on there and he was, he just kept calling him Opie Cunningham. <laughs> it was just, it was fun. <laughs> it was funny. Funny yeah, stuff back that then. That was probably back when Saturday Night Live used to be funny. Used to be funny. Yes. They actually had some really good actors and uh, good writing. <laughs> you know, I just got to say this because we like to have fun here on the podcast. I know we want to get into stuff, but. I was watching the Cubs the other day, and, and they're always making these old references to either songs or TV or, or something. And somehow the Coneheads got mentioned. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Coneheads. Oh, that was and good. It, and it had to do with, I forgot about this, but and this is how the subject came up during the ball game. But some, somebody had a French background or something. Uh-huh. Well, they played in France. I, I don't know with, with baseball, but... Uh, anyway, I forgot the cover for the Coneheads was that they were from France. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, know, that, yeah. They didn't want anyone right. to know they were from outer space. <laughs> right. Oh, we are from yeah. France. Yeah, that was good. Old Dan Aykroyd, Jane Curtin, <laughs> all those people. Those, that was funny, the Coneheads. Yeah, yeah they, they don't make them like that anymore, I nope. guess. Nope, they don't. It's um, kind of like the Covenants. No, (laughs) (laughs) except in this case, except in this case, we've got something better. Whereas on TV, things don't seem to get any better. (laughs) (laughs) They don't make them like that. But the new covenant was definitely not made like the old covenant. Definitely big, 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 big changes. And again, as we talked about last week, God himself did not change. God does not change the standard of the law. The standard of the old covenant was perfection. You had to keep it, and if you, if you were going to keep one law, you had to keep the whole thing perfectly. And if you fell short in just one law, you were guilty of the whole thing. And so, God never changed that standard. Really, is is still there. But the good news about it is that Jesus Christ Himself, He is the one who fulfilled the law on our behalf so that that standard of perfection was met in him, and we're the beneficiary of everything that he did. He stood in there for us. He took the death that we deserved. You know, we talked about the commandment last week to honor your father and your mother, and that the punishment for that, if you didn't do it, was death. The wages of sin is death. You know, the wages of sin isn't just that, you know, God's going to turn his back from you for a little while and then uh, in anger. And then when he's done being angry, he'll he'll turn back to you. Or when you've done good enough, he'll turn back to you. No, the wages of sin is death. And Jesus died that death for us on our behalf. And we actually joined him in his death. And also 
In case you didn't know, Jesus rose again from the dead, and we rose we rose again with him. We joined him in his resurrection. So that's how this new covenant thing works. The old covenant had nothing like that. You had animal sacrifices that covered sins temporarily, but never really took them away. But with the sacrifice of Jesus, the once-for-all sacrifice of Jesus, not only were our sins covered, but our sins were actually taken away. And so um, this standard of perfection was is met in us. Hebrews says that we have been perfected, and that's because of the gift, the gift of God, all because of what Jesus has done. So if people say, well, God never changes, and so what's true in the Old Covenant is true in the New, uh, it's not exactly that way. God has never changed, but his way of dealing with us has changed because of this one thing, this one little thing called Jesus Christ and his sacrifice. Yeah. So, I mean, we were in Matthew 15 last week, as you kind of mentioned, you know, and and Ephesians chapter six and verse one, Paul also followed up on something, you know, because sometimes we have people say, well, the the commandments are, are preached over and over again in the New Testament. Even Paul said, obey your parents, honor your father and mother. Well, he did say, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Paul has given some admonition here, not only to uh, children, but to parents, too, in this passage. And, and then he quotes the Old Testament. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may be well with you and that you may live long on the earth. Well, so when we get to that point, we say, all right, who's, what's he talking about here? So we look in the Old Covenant. What was the promise? Honor your father and mother. This was what was written through the law of Moses. Honor your father and mother that your days may be prolonged in the land which the Lord your God gives you. So he's speaking to Israel here. We know from Romans chapter 3, whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law. As you mentioned, Joel, Gentiles, never under it. This was for Israel. And there was a promise. There were promises of blessings if you kept the rules, and there was promises of punishment if you failed. And (laughs) and so if you're going to try to live by that creed, by that law, by those commandments under that old covenant, then you're also going to have to apply and execute the punishments when you fail to keep the rules, when you fail to obey the commandments. You don't get a second chance under the law. Uh, so that's why we, we have to separate that from the grace and gospel that comes through Jesus Christ. They are not the same thing. They are different covenants. One is better than the other. And guess what? It's the new one that's better and more effective, whereas the old one was weak and useless, according to the book of Hebrews. It could not bring perfection. And as you said, Joel, that that was the requirement. So, yeah, people couldn't follow through on it. You see, they were busy trying to establish their own righteousness through their works, through those commandments, through that law. And everybody fell short. Not one person ever achieved it, ever. And so Jesus came along, and now instead of trying to establish our own righteousness through what we do, we inherit his righteousness through what he did. And so, you know, there's no judgment here for us because we're in Christ. Jesus stands as our uh, go-between, to use just plain language here, our go-between, our paraclete. He is the one who's going to stand between us and God, because we're in him. It's all based upon him and not upon us. And so this changes how we live, um, but not in the way that most people are thinking. So Joel, let me get you jumped back in here. I don't know if you want to go to Matthew 22 today or not. 
Well, I'm not sure. My sister-in-law had a parakeet. Um, and, <laughs> but that that's, I guess, Kept a different thing. the law? No. <laughs> oh, paraclete. That's what you said. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's what it's what baseball players wear. The, the paracletes. There you go. Paracletes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, okay. That's good. That is all awesome stuff because I think the church does not quite understand all this. And and again, I'm as always we speak in general when we say the church. There are a lot of people who understand this stuff, but in Matthew 15 there where he quotes from the old covenant saying, "These people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me, and in vain they worship me teaching as doctrines the commandments of men." I think you find a lot of that in the church today because <laughs> The law itself really is difficult to follow. <laughs> if a person really studies the depths of the law, it's really difficult. And, and this is one, in Matthew 22 is one example of this uh, that I like to highlight often. Uh, this is when um, a certain lawyer who, who was, uh, it says, when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, the Sadducees, they, they, <laughs> they gathered together. Then one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question, asked Jesus a question, and test, testing him, saying, Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? So we're talking law talk here. These people were under the law. This was a lawyer and asking Jesus a question about the law. Jesus said to them, Jesus said to him, in response to the question, which is the great commandment in the law? You shall love the Lord your God with part of your heart, as good as you can, with part of your soul, with part of your mind. You know, just do it as good as you can. No, Jesus said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as good as you can. Just do your best. No, again, the law actually said you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Then here's another thing, another contrast I like to make. On these, this is what Jesus said, on these two commandments hang the new covenant. No, on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. So in a nutshell here, Jesus is saying, this is some pretty big stuff. You're asking me about the greatest commandments in the law? Well, here you go. You got to love God with everything. You have to. This is this is the requirement. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And I think the Old Covenant scripture actually says, and with your strength too, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. Uh, that's the requirement of the law, and that's not small stuff. That's actually, you know, have you ever... What you would do for yourself, you would also do for your neighbor. Just think about that. Just think about how big that requirement is. And uh, the, the requirement to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength. It's not small stuff. That's pretty big stuff. That's the requirement of the law. Again, that's basically loving God and loving people to perfection. And uh, nobody can do it. That's really the point here. Well, I think you nailed it there by saying that nobody had ever done it before. So it's it sounds like the good and right thing to do, but um, really it was sentencing the human race to a, a, a certain condemnation and judgment because nobody with all of their heart, soul, and mind 
uh, could love the Lord their God with all their heart. Nobody has ever done it. I know we try. I know we say we do love God, and we do. It's a different perspective in the New Covenant right? because we discovered God's love for us. And because we have discovered God's love for us, now we are free to love. You see, it's about God's love for us, not our love for God. But now that we've experienced that perfect and unconditional love, it allows us to freely, not by commandment, but to freely, from the heart, from a new created heart, um, to, to love God back and to love others like ourselves. I mean, that that's really uh, the law of Christ is, is summarized in that idea. In, in uh, I think it's... Uh, Galatians chapter 6, bear one another's burdens. Um, the chapter before that in 5, we, we love one another um, and, and we bear one another's burdens and thereby fulfill the law of Christ. And that's where we live now today in the new covenant, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, way different from the old way of doing things. So, um, yeah, we quote these things and it was the greatest commandment under the law. It's just that we're not under that. Thank God Jesus delivered all people from it, both Jew and Gentile, from any kind of punishment that the law would have to dish out. So I think we're going to have more to talk about on this uh, as we continue on next week right here on the Growing in Grace podcast at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.